0: The Tao Te Ching, also known as the Book of the Way, was written by Lao Tzu in the 6th century BC. Unusual among the scriptures of the world's religions, the Tao Te Ching is not a chronicle of gods and heroes. Instead, it is a series of meditations on the paradoxical nature of the Tao, the Way, the guiding principle, the Great Mother, the source of all existence. According to the author Lao Tzu, a name meaning the old master, the Great Tao is found where one would least expect it. Not in strong, but in the weak. Not in speech, but in silence. Not in doing, but in not doing. Wise yet worldly, spiritual yet earthly. The Tao Te Ching is beloved by seekers all over the world. Houston Smith said, it is a testament to humanity's at homeness in the universe. It can be read in half an hour or a lifetime. To understand the Tao Te Ching, first you have to understand the Vedic thought the Vedic philosophy, the Vedic religion, the oldest religion on the planet that is still around today. But, like other religions, like Abrahamic religions, it branched out into different directions, interpreted by different people over time, caused new religions to form. For example, the prophet Zoroaster in Iran carried Vedic tradition into his religion that was created called Zoroastrianism. The same deities such as Mithra and Varuna that we found in the Vedas were being spoken in the Vesta of Zoroastrian. Prince Arjuna in Bengali carried on the Vedic tradition in the epic called the Mahabharata. And this is what is now modern Hinduism. The ancient Vedic religion would be known as Brahmanism. In Tibet, the prophet, known as Padmasambhava composed what is known as the Bardo Thotra, where he took the same Vedic philosophy brought down by the Brahmins and Yogis, and focused more on the actual meditation side of this. In Northern India, the same mindset would also be applied to the prophet Garantama Siddhartha, also known as the Buddha. But these yogis, who introduce yoga to the world, this would be the common denominator of all of these religions that I just named. That brings us over to China. Lao Tzu was a contemporary of Confucius and Zeng Zhao. And these three thought to be living examples of the Trimurti, which is Brahma, Shiva, and Vishnu. This in the Tao is known as the Three Pure Ones. Yuan Shi Tianzum is the Lord of Primordial Being. Ling Bao Tianzun, the Lord of Numinous Treasure. Then Dao Du Tianzum, the Lord of the Way of Its Virtue, or Grand Pure One the highest elder lord. This is what Lao Tzu is applied to. Confucius, on the other hand, didn't go the religious route and stayed with the philosophy route. Now, Lao Tzu's Tao Di Cheng is a good mediator between religion and philosophy because it does focus on the philosophical aspect of Vedic thought rather than the yoga aspect that we see in Buddhism. See, Buddhism is more focused on meditation and taoism is focused on philosophy and looking inward to change yourself and knowing yourself all of these four religions from vedic thought have been an influence on the warring states period of china and india this is from 500 bc to 500 a.d during that time confucius wrote his Analects. Sun Tzu wrote The Art of War, The Tibetan Book of the Dead was written, as well as The Tao Te Ching. The Tao Te Ching plays a huge role in how the way of the East would govern their lands. And it also had a huge impact on how Genghis Khan would rule over his satraps and provinces. Very comparable to the classical era of Greece, where you had Socrates and Plato and Aristotle and Diogenes. In the East, we're looking we're talking about Confucius, Sun Tzu, Lao Tzu, the Buddha. These great thinkers would shape the modern world that we know today and bring us into the Middle Ages. Lao Tzu, like Confucius, is wrapped in many legends, as in one tells the story that he was born old and that he lived 996 years, sort of like Abraham and Noah. There has been many versions of the texts found all throughout China and northern India, even Tibet, some found in mountains and caves. Zen Buddhism is a, f- is a modern form of Buddhism that is highly influenced by Taoist thought because of the philosophy involved. People like Bruce Lee, who wrote The Tao of Jeet Kune Do were influenced heavily on Taoist thought as well. For example, being like water. This is what it is, okay? I said empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup. This is a Taoist belief that if you can be like water you have mastered the art of not doing and just flowing and living in Dharma in accordance of nature to do what you were made to do. So what is the Tao teaching? Well, here are some sutras straight from the text itself. The Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao, the name that can be named is not the eternal name. The unnameable is the eternally real, Naming it's the origin of all particular things. Free from desire, you realize the mystery, caught in desire, you see only the manifestations, yet mystery and manifestations arise from the same source. This source is called darkness, darkness within darkness. The gateway to all understanding. Tau is like a well. Used but never used up. It is the eternal void. Filled with infinite possibilities. It is hidden but always present. I don't know who gave birth to it. It is older than God. The Source... The Tao is the Great Mother, empty yet inexhaustible. It gives birth to infinite worlds. It is present within you. You can use it any way you want. The Tao is infinite, eternal. Why is it eternal? It was never born. Thus, it can never die. Why is it infinite? Because it has no desires for itself. Thus, it is present for all beings. The master stays behind. That is why she is ahead. She is detached from all things. That is why she is one with them. Because she has let go of herself. She is perfectly fulfilled. Immateriality. We join spokes together in a wheel. It is the center hole that makes the wagon move. We shape clay into a pot, but it is emptiness inside that holds whatever we we want. We hammer wood for a house, but it is the inner space that makes it livable. We work with being, but non-being is what we use. False and true religion. Throw away holiness and wisdom, and people will be a hundred times happier. Throw away morality and justice, and people will do the right thing. Throw away industry and profit, and there won't be any thieves. If these three aren't enough, just stay at the center of the circle and let all things take their course. Redemption. If you want to become whole, let yourself be partial. If you want to become straight, let yourself become crooked. If you want to become full, let yourself be empty. If you want to be reborn, let yourself die. If you want to be given everything, give up everything. The master, by residing in the Tao, sets an example for all beings because he doesn't display himself. People can see his light because he has nothing to prove. People can trust his words because he doesn't know who he is. People recognize themselves in him because he has no goat in mind. Everything he does succeeds. When an ancient master said, if you want to be given everything, give up everything. They weren't using empty phrases. Only being lived in the Tao can you be truly yourself. Know thyself. Know the male. Yet keep the female. Receive the world in your arms. If you receive the world, the Tao will never leave you. And you will be like a little child. Know the white. Yet keep the black. Be a patent for the world. If you are a patent for the world, the Tao will be strong inside you. And there will be nothing you can't do. Know the personal. Yet keep the impersonal. Accept the world as it is. If you accept the world, the Tao will be luminous inside you, and you will return to your primal self. The world is formed from the void, like utensils from a black of wood. The master knows the utensils, yet keeps the block, thus she can use all things. Unity, in harmony with the Tao sky is clear and spacious the earth is solid and full all creatures flourish together content with the way they are endlessly repeating themselves endlessly renewed when man interferes with the Tao, the sky becomes filthy the earth becomes depleted the equilibrium crumbles and creatures become extinct the master views the parts with compassion because he understands the whole his constant practice is humility He doesn't glitter like a jewel but lets himself be shaped by the Tao as rugged and common as stone. Non-existence. Return is the movement of the Tao. Yielding is the way of the Tao. All things are born of being. Being is born of non-being. The yin and yang. The Tao gives birth to one. One gives birth to two. Two gives birth to three. Three gives birth to all things. All things have their backs to the female and standing facing to the male. When male and female combined, all things achieve harmony. Ordinary men hate solitude, but the master makes use of it, embracing his aloneness, realizing he is one with the whole universe. True freedom, fame or integrity, which is more important, money or happiness, which is more valuable, success or failure, which is more destructive. If you look to others for fulfillment, you will never truly be fulfilled. If your happiness depends on money, you will never be happy with yourself. Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. Explore within. Without opening your door, you can open your heart to the world. Without looking out your window, you can use the essence of the Tao. The more you know, the less you understand. The master arrives without leaving, sees the light without looking, achieves without doing a thing. Embrace mystery. Those who know do not talk, those who talk do not know. Close your mouth, block off your senses, blunt your sharpness, untie your knots, soften your glare, settle your dust. This is the primal identity. Be like the Tao, it can't be approached or withdrawn from, benefited or harmed, honored or brought into disgrace. It gives itself up continually, that is why it endures. Small beginnings, act without doing, work without effort. Thing of the small as large, and the few as many. Confront the difficult while it is easy, accomplish the great task by a series of small acts. The master never reaches for the great, thus she achieves greatness when she runs into a difficulty, she stops and gives herself to it. She doesn't cling to her own comfort, thus problems are no problem for her. Bring out the best. The best athlete wants his opponent at his best. The best general enters the mind of his enemy. The best businessman serves the communal good. The best leader follows the will of the people. All of the embody the virtue of non-competition. Not that they don't love to compete, but they do it in the spirit of play. In this they are like children and in harmony with the Tao. paradoxal truths. Nothing in the world is as soft and yielding as water, yet for dissolving the hard and inflexible nothing can surpass it. The soft overcomes the hard, the gentle overcomes the rigid. Everyone knows this is true, but few can put it into practice. Therefore the master remains serene in the midst of sorrow. Evil cannot enter his heart, because he has given up helping. He is people's greatest help. True words seem paradoxical. True words. True words aren't eloquent. Eloquent words aren't true. Wise men don't need to prove their point. Men who need to prove their point aren't wise. The master has no possessions. The more he does for others, the happier he is. The more he gives to others, the wealthier he is the Tao nourishes by not forcing, by not dominating, the master leads. So there you have it, guys. You got an idea of what the Tao is. Write in the comment section, do you think this is a philosophy or do you think this is a religion? What is your experience? What can you add to this conversation? And also like and subscribe. Thank you.